Hey, family and friends, welcome to Truth 101. I'm so excited to be on here today. It's been a busy week for me. I started a new job, still doing ministry, still doing hair. So I have been busy, busy, busy. And that's what prompted this lovely word that I have for you guys today. I pray that everybody has been doing good and is keeping warm if you're in one of the cold states because yeah winter is officially upon us um before we get started i just wanted to invite you guys if you are local to come join us this is our church the life center it's 1812 park avenue south is going to be this saturday we are giving away free turkeys and we're going to have a hot meal and we will also be having a amazing Christmas, I'm sorry, Thanksgiving service. Look at me already ready for Christmas. <laughs> That's because I'm a Christmas baby, just so y'all know, December 23rd. But um, I do want to invite you guys to come. This Thanksgiving outreach that the church has saves so many lives. We share testimonies and the Holy Spirit is moving all throughout the place. So if you're local in Minnesota, come join us. We would love to have you. Amen. So I'm going to go ahead and get into the word that I got for us today. The word that I have today, let me back up a little bit. If you're not in Minnesota and you would like to um, just join, we do stream on, on um, live. So I will be sharing that stream on Truth 101 on Facebook. And if you are on YouTube, then you can just go to the ICCM Life Center page like the page and that way when they go live on thanksgiving you'll be able to see it so spirit just told me that i should let you guys know because just because you're not here in the state doesn't mean that you can't enjoy what the spirit is doing at the life center so definitely want you to be involved so oh i won't keep you long today at least i won't try to this might end up being two parts because we're talking about obedience and what prompted me to talk about obedience is where i'm at right now so like I said, I got another job. So technically your girl's working three jobs, okay? I got three jobs. I have a husband. I have three kids, two grandchildren. You do the math. It's all God, amen? So <laughs> what we don't want to do is get to chasing things of this world and forget about God, amen? And forget about what God has said, hey, you're supposed to be doing Yes, things change. Yes, seasons change. But if you want to get the best results out of whatever it is that you're doing, you want to make sure that it's being led by God. Amen. And the best way to do that is to stay under that umbrella, which is obedience. Amen. When we step outside of God's umbrella to do whatever it is that we want to do, then we come out from under his protection and it changes everything. So the key isn't just knowing this word, but it's also applying it in our everyday life, not just Sundays, you know, and no shade, no harm, no foul, no, um, no pun intended to anyone, but we can't just live in the word on a Sunday, amen, or when we catch one on online, um, we catch it and 10 minutes after we're done watching it, we're trying to be, live our best life, and then someone comes and they throws us off, and now we're back to where we was before we even 
watched it. Amen. So I wanted to share this because we have to start living this word. We have to put this word down in our spirit and we have to practice it on day to day when we're working, when we're at home, when we're dealing with difficult people. Amen. Obedience is the key, y'all. Period. Because if you are obedient, it shows that you trust God. And by us trusting God, we give God whatever it is that we're dealing with, so he can take it and deal with it for us. And I don't know about y'all, but I don't feel like dealing with my problems. My problems are way too big. I'd rather take on what God wants me to do, amen, because I know that God is with me. With my stuff, I I, I might be out there on, on my own, right? <laughs> so let's go ahead and um talk about it. One of the most important factors in our relationship with God is obedience. And I wanted to share with you guys the definition of obedience. It says here that a compliance with an order, request, or law, or submission to another's authority. Hey, how many of us have been submissive to boyfriends or girlfriends, been submissive to bosses, been submissive to other people? How is it that we have a problem being submissive to God? Amen. And one thing I want to make clear really quick is that um, it doesn't have to be viewed as a religious type of thing, but if you want to live your best life, then you're going to need to have some type of discipline, amen? That's just like as a child is growing up. If you're living with your parents and your parents tell you to do something, then you need to do what they tell you to do because it's for your own good, amen? And then if you don't do what they tell you to do, then you know what happens. There'll be consequences. So God has laid out this law not so that we can be controlled because there is a scripture here that I want to share with you guys that I thought about. I was like, this is this is it right here. Let me just look it up really quickly. But we can do whatever we want to do. You guys do know that. So it's not about being religious at all, why you will want to be obedient. Because what this scripture says right here, I'll read it to you. It's in the Bible. It says, all things, uh, it said, everything is permissible for me. So I can do whatever I want to do. We got free will. We can do it. It doesn't matter. But not everything is beneficial. Why would you do it? That's the point, right? Why would I do things that's not going to be beneficial towards me? And just think about this. This fleshly thing goes. What's beneficial to my spirit? What's beneficial to my soul? What's beneficial to my everyday life? Because if I start a fire today, this fire can burn into my life until I pass and even after I pass. So we have to be more mindful. So when people hear obedience, they think religion. Oh, there's so many rules and this, that, and the third. And I don't know that I will never do all this. And so I'm just going to do me. Well, this is the thing. God already knew that we couldn't do everything because we are flesh, right? That's why Jesus died on the cross for us. But right, I believe that there are levels your relationship with God. We all are saved by grace. This is true, but that's the minimum. Amen. And I thank God for the minimum. Don't get me misunderstood, but I want more. Amen. I want God to take me from glory to glory, to glory, to glory. And how we get from that glory to glory, to glory is by your walk. Amen. We're all saved, but how is your walk? However your walk is, it determines what this life is going to be like and even life thereafter. Amen. It's so powerful. This is why I said it might take us two days to get through this because I want you to understand. We all need to understand. I need to understand when I minister, I'm not only ministering to the people that's listening, but I'm ministering to myself also because I need to be constantly reminded of these things. Amen. Because we can get lost in the world. 
So if you want to live your best life, you have to be obedient and you have to show discipline. Amen. When we are obedient, we line up with the word. And once we lined up with the word, we start to produce good fruit. Amen. Fruit. Let's talk about that. The fruit of the spirit, right? Fruit of the spirit are these. And I'm going to uh, share the scripture that you get that from. It's going to come from Galatians 5.22. Fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. We cannot have these fruit if we are not being obedient. It's just not going to happen. Because I'm not going to be patient and wait on God for anything because I need it now. Amen. So how can I have this fruit of the spirit of patience when I don't want to be patient through being obedient? Because God told me those who wait on the Lord, he will renew their strength. That's right. So you have to be in tune with God. You have to be able to trust God. You have to be able to know that God got this. We will also receive benefits that come with obedience. And me personally, just thinking of my own life, oh my God, my mind goes through so much stuff, you guys. I have crutches, I have thorns in my side, amen. I have things that I deal with, but when God tells me, no, don't do that. And when I listen to God and I don't do that, I don't react off of how I feel and off of what I want, but I react off of what God says. He says, wait on me. I wait on God. And let me tell y'all, the, the benefit is always amazing. It's like outside of my mind. It's nothing that I could have ever thought of. And I know when our finances are low, we get into panic mode. We're like, oh, I need to do, I need to do, I need to do. Well, do you or do you not believe that you have the most high God on your side allocating with you right now? Or don't you? Amen. And don't don't get it misunderstood. I go through those frantic attacks too. Amen. <laughs> when your children are being attacked. Amen. You feel like I need to do something. I need to do something right now. But let's stay grounded in the word. Amen. The Bible says be alert and of a sober mind. It's not always about alcohol or drugs. It's about distractions. And we can distract ourselves with our mess and other people's mess. When what we need to be doing is being focused on the Lord. So what are your benefits of your obedience to God? Amen. Peace. Let's talk about that. Let's go into, I have to get the Bible because I want to make sure I'm giving y'all full scripture. So we have full understanding. This internet thing just don't work. So we're going to go to Philippians 4 and we're going to read verses 4 through 7. Let's start there. So it says here, rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, right? Let your graciousness be known to everyone. So when I looked up graciousness, you, you guys, this is what it says. Politeness. Why are we so angry, right? When it says here, let your graciousness be known, it goes on to say that it's politeness and good manners, right? His humility and graciousness have won our hearts. She impressed others as a person of extraordinary graciousness and kindness. This is the example. But this is what we should be showing, right? This is being obedient. This is what God wants from us. Now what it says here, rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your graciousness be known to everyone. The Lord is near. Don't worry about anything. 
but in everything through prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. It's impossible for you to receive the fullness of this scripture if you do not put your trust in God so that you can be obedient, so you can show your graciousness without worrying about somebody trying to get over on you, somebody's trying to play you or who they think you are. You know exactly what they're up to. Cut it. Bind that up in the name of Jesus. Get those thoughts out of your mind. The word says you need to take every thought captive. And line it up with the word of God. And if it don't match, get it out of there. My pastor says, catch it, check it, change it. And if you can't do that, just get it out of there. Just chuck it. That's that's biblical. <laughs> it's in the Bible. <laughs> but it's a serious things here. If we want to reap the benefits of walking in obedience, we have to be obedient. God has lots of promises in the Bible and people are like, well, God ain't doing this for me. And why God do that to me? Well, where's your obedience level? What uh, what number is your obedience meter on? Amen? You need to check it. So moving on. That was Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 through 7. Please read that because there's stipulation in there. It says rejoice in the Lord always. I don't know about y'all, but as long as I'm focusing on God and thinking about how great he is, how much mercy he has shown on me, I'm happy regardless. This right here, graciousness, politeness, oh, I got that down packed. As long as I'm focused on God, it's the minute where I focus on the problem, well, that can go out the window because I ain't got time to be trying to be nice. I'm trying to figure out life right now. I'm going to pay this bill. Why this person so rude to me? You see what I'm saying? We have to keep our eyes fixed on the Lord, y'all. That, that is our savior. That is where our peace is going to come from. It says it right here. It says, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. It's a promise. He said he will, and he will. And if, and if you don't believe him, then you need to work on your trust because he bought you this far, amen? Why won't he keep, he keep bringing you? Amen. Moving on to the next scripture. This one, one of my favorite ones this year. God always puts different scripture in your spirit. And this one has been coming up over and over and over again. And I know that it's God speaking to me personally, telling me, this is what I need you to focus on. And that's another thing about being obedient, you guys. All of our walks are different. But this word here is what is a guide to help us figure it out amen and our relationship with god is what helps us determine which way he wants us to go individually amen because he all has a perfect plan for each and every last one of our lives so we need to be in obedience amen so we can receive what god has specifically for us amen that's how you live your best life so this one is matthew 6 and we're going to start at verse 30 it said, if that's, if that's how God clothes the grass on the field, which is here today and thrown into the furnace tomorrow, won't he do much more for you, you of little faith? So don't worry saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? For the Gentiles eagerly seek all these things and your heavenly father knows them. Let me pause. Gentiles, a.k.a., we just going to say people, right? 
because God knows what all people need. Amen. So he says here, for Gentiles eagerly seek, for people eagerly seek all these things, and your heavenly father knows that you need them. But seek first the kingdom, back up, but seek first the kingdom, one more time, but seek first the kingdom of God. This is so powerful, y'all. And his righteousness, and all these things will be provided to you. Therefore, don't worry about tomorrow, because tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Y'all, put that in your spirit. Matthew 6, 30 through 34. This is so powerful to me because it says here, simple stuff, but seek first the kingdom of God. That is the stipulation. That is where you need to be obedient. This is when you comply. Amen. Seek first the kingdom of God. And what he's going to benefit, reward you with is all these things will be added to you. Therefore, don't worry about tomorrow. How many of us worry about a bill that's due on Friday as soon as Monday come around? Lord, I don't get my six in a week. I got to pay this bill. How many of us worry about a job? Oh, I put in my resume. I'm just hoping that they call me at least by Thursday. Let's focus on Wednesday, right? And let God do the rest. Amen. It's so much more peaceful here. It's so much more better here because the Bible also says, what can we, we can't add a day of our, to our life by worrying y'all. We're killing ourselves. So let's just let God do what God does, right? So I've got a couple of more scriptures for you guys. I'm super excited about this scripture today. Cause like I said, when I minister to you guys, it's ministering to me first. And I need this because I have so much going on. I can get sidetracked too. And one thing that I know is I wouldn't have anything going on if it wasn't for God. So now that I do have these things going on, I have to stay grounded with God. I have to stay tapped in because this isn't it. It goes from glory to glory to glory to glory to glory. The more obedience we do, the more that God will open doors for us. The more that God will reveal things for us. The more he will trust us with more stuff because he's seeing like, okay, I could trust you with this. Now you ready for something else. Amen. Jesus. This is just really, this is really good food today. Here, I have another one. Romans 8, 28. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. Let me back up. I'm rewinding. It says, and we know that for those who love God, do you love God? Amen. Are you patient with God? Are you kind with God? Are you dealing, willing to deal with long suffering with God? Jesus. Come on now. Let's think about what this love means, right? And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. For those who are called according to his purpose. Remember, not our purpose, to his purpose. And we okay with that. We trust God and what his purpose is because we know that his purpose is much better than what we could want for ourselves. This is why we trust him. Amen. Moving down to another one. This is one of my favorite scriptures of all time. Luke 638. I'm pretty sure you know this one, most of you. And if not, I don't mind sharing. So Luke 638. Give and it will be given to you. Let's pause. There is nothing on the end of this. It does not say money. It does not say kindness. It does not say love. It does not say nothing. It's, it's, it's a period. Give and it will be given to you. It 
is whatever you want it to be. Amen. Mercy, forgiveness, money, kindness, understanding. Amen. So we need to get that in our spirit. It took me a minute, but when I got it, I got it. I was like, oh God, I got to do something better with myself because it is my children. Amen. Have an understanding for them. It is my finances, how I want to be tight and I don't want to give my 10%. Amen. It can be my compassion for the people that um, haven't made their way around yet. Jesus. Y'all better start thinking. This is obedience. It says it here. Give and it, whatever that may be, will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap. For with the measure you use it, it will be measured back to you. I always like to picture me having a basket, right? And I need some forgiveness, y'all, because... I'm not perfect, right? So I imagine that I forgive people without holding a grudge. And here's my forgiveness basket. And God is saying, here, you've been forgiven so much. I'm going to forgive you. And it's just running over. So much forgiveness. I feel new. I don't feel ashamed. I don't feel guilty no more. Amen. Y'all got to understand, y'all. It is freedom, right? Oh, my God. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Back to the word. I was about to get off into something else, but yes, give and it will, it, whatever your it is, think about it, give and it will be given to you. Y'all that like to be tight with your money, you can't take it with you, share, help other people, amen, it will be given to you. Press down, shake it together, running over that basket, got money falling all over the place, however you want to put it, y'all, that it can be whatever it is, whatever it may be at that moment, but make sure that when it comes back to you, it's good. Amen. Whatever that it is, it's good. It's not bad. It's not criticism. It's not ridicule. Amen. It's not stinginess. It's not selfishness. Amen. Jesus. It's not judgment. Oh, Jesus. Come on, y'all. All right. So, talking about the benefits, right? I have another scripture here. I got so many scriptures. James 122 through 25 but be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourselves because if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer he is like someone looking at his own face in the mirror for he looks at himself goes away and immediately forgets what type of person he was but the one who looks intently into the perfect law of freedom and perseveres in it and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer who works, this person will be blessed in what he's done. That was a lot. So let me just put it to you this way. <laughs> if you're intentional about this word and you put it in your spirit and you're examining yourself, where can I apply this? What can I do differently? You will be blessed. Amen. You going to church on Sunday, you getting a word, amen, and you leave and you right back doing the same crazy stuff you've been doing. It ain't going to work. Trust me, I'm not judging you. I'm telling you from experience. I went to church for like two years before I became intentional about applying the word into my life. Amen. And basically you're receiving it. Your spirit is eating it. But if you're not, if you're not putting it out there, it's just there. 
It's, it's no good. Amen. You're coming to show your face or you're coming to pay some tithes because you feel like God's been so good to you, blessing your pockets. So I'm going to go to church this Sunday. Save yourself. It says right here, but, but be doers of the word and not hearers, deceiving yourselves. Because if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is something like looking at his own face in a mirror. For he or she looks at himself or herself, goes away and immediately forgets what kind of person he was. You hear that word of God and you immediately forget what you just heard. It goes in one ear and out the other and a little bit of his face. Amen. You start to feel it a little bit. You start to feel a little bit conviction, but you so used to being you and doing you and they got you messed up. You can't quite think all the way, but the one who intently looks, I'm sorry, intently into the perfect law of freedom and perseveres in it and is not for a forgetful hearer, but a doer who works, this person will be blessed in what he does. Amen. Oh, I don't know about y'all. But I need all them blessings, amen, because God is just so good to me, and I just love being close to him. I just love being in his grace, because I know I tried it by myself. If you know me, you know. If you don't know me, look at my uh my Facebook, my Instagram. Your girl was towed up from the floor. But don't get me wrong, I still got flaws, but I know where my help comes from, and I'm doing my best to walk into obedience, right? I have another scripture. Uh-oh, I don't know what to deal with y'all. But it's um Hebrews 11.6. And uh, let me just look that up because I don't know what I did with it. So we're going to wrap it up really quick here, you guys. I just wanted to share this with you all. And tomorrow, what we're going to do, well, one of these days, because I don't want to say tomorrow because I'm not sure if tomorrow's going to happen. Um, But if God put it in my spirit, tomorrow will happen. But just like we're talking about the um the advantages, we're going to talk about the disadvantages, amen, of disobedience, which it's not really lot, a, a, a lot to think about because it's the opposite, amen. If you're being disobedient, then you already know what's to come along with it, amen. You come out of the umbrella of God and you're on your own. I was like, all right, you got it. It says here, and this is important. This is important to be obedient, amen. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he, and that he, you, you have to believe that he is. So you have to believe that God exists. You can't be one foot in, one foot out. When the Bible was written by man, how do I know that it's true? But oh God, when it's bad times, please help me. Fix yourself. What you want to do? Do you believe that he exists? And do you believe in him? Or are you not so sure? That's step one. Figure that out. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. He will not leave you or forsake him. Thank you. If you diligently seek him, you will find him. It says knock on the door and it will be answered. Amen. It is up to you and your own strides toward your relationship with God. Period. Nobody else can do anything for you until you're ready to take those steps to do what it takes to have that relationship with God. Amen. Obedience is the key to receiving God's promises. That's just what it is. You can't shortcut it. You can't go around it. You can't do things your way or you're going to have it your way. 
And I'm going to leave that up to you if you want it your way. I want it God's way. Amen. And whoever else wants it God's way, this is how we're going to get it done. Amen. John 14, 15. Put this in your spirit and think about it. The Bible says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. That's what God says. Amen. Do we love him? I do. Do I fall short? Absolutely. But am I trying my hardest to be obedient? I absolutely am. And God knows that. Amen. And that's all he asks of any of us. Amen. So this has been so rich for me, y'all. We actually did a, a, a nice session today. We went almost 30 minutes. I'm grateful. But I really needed this for myself because working so many jobs, um, you can get lost. Amen. Because you're trying to maintain for your, your family. You're trying to accomplish things and you want more and more and more. But God is a provider, amen. And he is my provider. He's provided me everything that I have. And the last thing I would do would want to forget him and fall out of the line of what it is that he wants for me. So this was also a teaching for myself. And I feel so encouraged by it, amen. So uh, Heavenly Father, I just pray that you just touch each and every last one of us, Father God. If we fall off track of thinking of you, God, help us to focus in on you, Lord. God, thank you for being you. Thank you for the promises, God. Thank you for never leaving us. Thank you for bringing us to this place we're at right now today, God. Lord, I pray for anyone that needs healing, Father God, that you touch them from the top of their head to the soles of their feet, Lord. Lord, I just pray that you continue to season us with your word and continue to give us wisdom, Father God. Lord, we just thank you for you being you and thank you for loving us. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, I love you guys. You have a blessed Wednesday and I'll talk to you soon.